0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member fdsc Welcome to Dead City. The ending is all that matters. We gotta find a way out. Where you can't outrun your enemies. We're in uncharted territory. Man, what do we do? We try not to die. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, June 16th to Sunday, June 18th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Chris Hemsworth says reports last year that he was possibly taking time off from acting, maybe even retiring, after learning he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's later in life, quote, got a little over-dramatized. He tells EW for our new cover story on his new movie, Extraction 2, that the medical discovery did help him realize he isn't invincible. But those reports, he clarifies, were a product of him being exhausted after a long run of making some big Marvel movies and wanting to spend time with his family. You can see that full cover story and photos at EW.com. Rosie O'Donnell has revealed that she once got into a tense argument with The View creator Barbara Walters backstage. The 61-year-old former View moderator recalled the incident in a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter in which she expressed regret for something she said during the tense exchange explaining, quote, Barbara and I got in a huge fight and it was about the Donald Trump thing. He published an open letter to me in The Post. In it, he wrote that she'd called him to apologize for my behavior. I was like, whoa, we got into an argument in the Makeup room that day. O'Donnell added, I said, I can't believe I haven't heard from you during all of this time, but that you've been communicating with him. Do you consider him your real friend, Barbara? I thought we had something real and something different than the way you've been treating me. O'Donnell remembered that the argument got loud, sending the crew backstage into shock because nobody talked to Walters like that before. And a billion can go a long way, but Billions' bank account has run dry. Showtime has announced that the network's caustic drama about high finance will end with its upcoming seventh season, which will premiere August 11th on Paramount Plus and August 13th on Showtime. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews and more, head on over to EW.com. Everyone's favorite post-apocalyptic dysfunctional duo is back for our number five pick this weekend. Lauren Cohen's Maggie and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Negan are going to take a bite out of the Big Apple in the new series The Walking Dead Dead City. And they hope nothing takes a bite out of them as they're still battling both zombies and each other. The spinoff series has the pair working together, if you want to call it that, to rescue Maggie's abducted son, Herschel, in the bowels of a zombie-infested New York City. Here's a bit of the trailer. You want to tell me where the hell we're going? Manhattan. Jesus Christ. Can you at least tell me what the hell you're doing out here. A few weeks back, I got raided. They took your kid. Have you seen this man? Goes by the name of Negan. How do I figure into this, Maggie? The man who's got her show. You know him. You need me. There's nothing is on the island. We need to go. You don't know us, we don't know you. You get on the island, but you don't get off. So, uh, he makes sure of that. It's a real reason we're here. So you want to get to the cycle? That we can help you with. We get him to tell me where my son is and we kill him. I swear you're gonna feel my hand. What the hell is that? I'm gonna feel my hand. Don't know why you with that man I'm looking for. I feel my hand. But I will get to you. I swear you're gonna feel my hand. The ending is all that matters. We gotta find a way out. I think you're gonna like it here. Well, suffice it to say, nothing goes smoothly, especially with an uncompromising lawman on their tail in the form of Friday Night Lights, Gaius Charles. But hey, at least the rats don't seem like such a big deal anymore. The Walking Dead Dead City debuts Sunday night at nine on AMC. If you thought the era of HBO shows about rich siblings squabbling for power and inheritance ended with succession, think again. Our number four pick this weekend is the season premiere of The Righteous Gemstones, the dark comedy set in the world of televangelists and megachurches rather than New York City media corporations. But trust me when I say it's just as entertaining at portraying spoiled rich kids failing to live up to their parents' accomplishments. While John Goodman's televangelist patriarch, Eli Gemstone, is still alive, he has ceded leadership of the family church to his three adult children, Jesse, played by Danny McBride, Judy, played by Edie Patterson, and Kelvin, played by Adam Devine. So, are they any more up for the job than Kendall Roy was? Well, here's what the show's stars had to say about that when E.W. sat down to chat with them. I think about how, like, inept they are at it, you know? Like, the idea that they've been talking all this shit about running the church and then they finally get their chance to do it, and it's like... None of them really have the abilities or the skill sets that it would take to sort of like inherit that much wealth and power. And uh, I think it's anytime we would get an opportunity to sort of like be on stage together, like floundering, you know, in front of like different groups of people (laughs) always just was fun. I always enjoyed doing stuff like that. Oh, that scene uh, in front of all the pastors where we're trying to like prove ourselves in front of them and we just tank it so miserably uh, is is one of my favorites i think of the series yeah i love that one too i i just love i love that vibe of like um like us because we want this <laughs> <laughs> it's so i mean it's so awesomely childish of just like i want to be popular <laughs> i'm a cool kid look at my two thousand dollar sweater vest <laughs> and then it's like ew where there's work that goes with that Yeah. <laughs> So it's important to note that the Gemstones siblings are in this together. As much as they bicker and pick on each other, they also have each other's backs. And after playing these characters over three seasons, the actors say they've bonded in their own right as they've figured out how to depict lifelong friendships. To see what a mess the Gemstones make of things, don't miss the season three premiere on HBO this Sunday at 10 and streaming on Max. One extraction just wasn't enough. Get ready for another in this weekend's number three pick. Chris Hemsworth reprises his role as commando Tyler Rake in Extraction 2. After his brush with death, you'd think he'd want to slow down or take a break, but instead he embarks on an ambitious journey to save the family of an infamous gangster after they're imprisoned but doing so means they'll all have to dodge danger at every turn. Hemsworth sat down with EW for our latest cover story, and here's what he had to say about shooting a fight scene that was all one take, over 20 minutes long, mind you, and included over 400 extras. My strongest memories about shooting the Wana, the big prison sequence, was how exhausting it was. We are in the Czech Republic in the middle of winter, so... It was snowing. there were night shoots. Things, people were on fire. There were explosions. That sequence was the most challenging, and that was the one that we had prepped the most for. We had people that I had been rehearsing with, who then, by the time we came to shoot, weren't there. Some people were sick, injured. So there was almost some improvisational elements to it as well. I just remember the, the team spirit, and the collaboration, and the, um, the sort of elation at the end of each take and sequence when. We had achieved what we wanted to achieve. Unlike a traditional stunt scene where you could edit around a mistake or you could cover it from a different angle, this was one camera the whole time. And if you know one person was out of step or out of time, out of sync, it didn't work. We had to start again. So, a lot of pressure, but incredibly rewarding as well. It is wildly impressive. And this movie is written by Joe Russo and produced by both Joe and Anthony Russo, the duo behind Avengers Endgame. And it is jam-packed with action, suspense, and naturally a whole lot of muscle. Watch the new movie Extraction 2 streaming now on Netflix and be sure to check out, as I've already mentioned, our cover story with Hemsworth at EW.com. It's trivia time. Chris Hemsworth can be an action star by day and an Avenger by night, but did you know he starred in a movie with another one of his fellow Avengers? So, in which movie did Hemsworth star with Tom Holland? In the Heart of the Sea, Places in the Heart, or Year by the Sea. Stick around for the answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Who's up for a joyride? Or for... Watching the trailer. Anyway, I'm talking about the upcoming road trip comedy, Joyride. It's produced by Seth Rogen and stars Ashley Park, Stephanie Hsu, Sherry Cola and Sabrina Wu on a wild trip to China that puts all of them in sometimes dangerous and mostly debaucherous situations. This moment in particular from the trailer where they question whether Ashley Park's Audrey is racist is our not suitable for work soundbite of the week. Have a listen. Racist? You don't like boba and you never f an Asian guy. Damn, still? When I masturbate, I sometimes fantasize about Splinter. He's Asian. He's a rat. He's a good father. (laughs) Number two. Hurry. You don't want to miss our number two pick. The new DC movie, The Flash, stars Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, aka The Flash, who can move at superhuman speeds. His one wish is to prevent his mother's death, and in order to do so, he has to travel back in time. But in his attempt to right wrongs, he becomes trapped in an alternate reality, similar to Marvel's Multiverse, where General Zod, played by Michael Shannon, is attempting to take control of Earth. Here, Barry teams up with a younger version of himself, as well as Michael Keaton's Batman and Supergirl, in order to save this reality and return back to his own. Here's the trailer. Oh my God! Flash! Wow! <laughs> Hi. I love you. Thank you. touching you into Mr. Wayne. No, please don't. No. I need you here now, Barry. So you're saying you could travel back in time? But Bruce, I can fix things. I can save people. Save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also destroy everything. Love you, mom. I love you too. So how was it this week? How, how's school? School was good. Oh shit! Ah! This is mad trippy, dude. This is catastrophic. World plus die. No! I'm not gonna lose there again. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I will help you. Interesting group. What's some help? Wait, he's Batman? You wanna get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh, this rips! Woo! We're in uncharted territory. Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. friends. No, it was an Uber. Oh. Exec. Catch him before he's gone. The Flash is in theaters now. Sassanax, get your kilts ready because Outlander is back. The hit stars drama is our number one pick, and it is back for a supersized 16-episode 7th season. Part 1, which will include the first eight episodes, premieres today. And when we last saw Claire, she was being carted off to jail for the murder of Malva Christie. And the story will pick up right where we left off. Here is Star Katrina Bolf who explains to EW. So when we first see Claire, uh yeah, we we've left her in this prison. Um her future is very precarious. We don't really know what's going to happen. All we know is that the kind of normal systems of law have broken down and we've no way of really knowing how long she's going to be sort of stuck in this place. Um, you know, it's kind of like the rats are fleeing the ship and everybody's leaving. And um, so things are not things are not great for Claire. Um, but what we come to find out is that certain people from her past will, and maybe somebody unexpected will come and sort of, be her savior. But beyond standing trial for murder, the Fraser family will have even bigger problems to face as Claire and Jamie and all those they hold dear are thrust into the thick of the American Revolution, which has been building to a fever pitch over the last few seasons. Sam Heughan tells us more. It really is like the biggest storm they've faced, I think. Um, it affects everyone, displaces everyone. Um, and sends the whole country into turmoil Um, and obviously you know they've learned from past experience that you can't change the course of history all they can do is try and be on the right side so um, yeah this time is no exception and of course their loyalties are tested and Jamie and and Claire do find themselves on one side and maybe someone they or people they care about on the other Lots going on you don't want to miss it Outlander returns tonight at 8 on Stars. And finally, this weekend, the answer to our trivia question, which of the following movies starred both Thor and Spider-Man actors Chris Hemsworth and Tom Holland in The Heart of the Sea, Places in the Heart or Year by the Sea? Well, the title includes Heart of the Sea. And C, the answer is in the heart of the sea. Hemsworth plays whaler Owen Chase and Holland plays the cabin boy in this epic historical tale that's based on the book that told the story of the sinking of the American whaling ship Essex in 1820, which partly inspired the novel Moby Dick. Well, that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and musty picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shepp and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and Executive produced by Chanel Johnson. One, two, watch.